Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts, Kirk Smith, and here is always my co-host, Graham K. How's it going, everybody? Uh, thanks for listening. This is the Comedian's Guide to Autism. Uh, we are two stand-up comedians who uh, live on different coasts of America, but we That's have true. joined uh, together through uh, having autistic family members, people with autism who are family members, uh, person first, uh, three years later, still can't get it. Um, <laughs> and that, oh yeah, uh, Kirk has a son with autism and I have a younger brother, and that's it, you know. People always say that we have to do the the intro. We have to like set it up in the beginning of the podcast, Kirk. And yep. um, and I, I really have a hard time believing that someone's going to listen to this at this point. You know, episode two hundred, whatever the heck we're at. You know, and be like, all right, I'll I'll delete the intro. No, you don't have to delete it. <laughs> don't delete it. I mean, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? No, I, th- I think you're right. Yeah, I'm just I'm just messing with you a little bit. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, episode one forty seven. I think this is. Yeah. People on board of what's extra, happening. Yeah. You gave us an extra year of episodes, I think. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is so year you three are... for those of you counting. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah, we're, we're a little behind this month, actually. I know. Which it's is, really yeah. bad, too, because this month all the proceeds go towards uh, Sebastian's house that we're excited about. Uh, I can give you a little update on that. The walls are up, the septic's done. The cistern uh, is done. We're just doing the, the the roof still needs to be done and like the finish work, the doors, that sort of thing. But it's a uh, man. It's an exciting time. It's an exciting time. I'm going to post on Instagram wow. Wow. this week. I'll start posting again those pictures. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. And it's very exciting. And uh, for a little brief recap, uh, Sebastian is the special needs uh, impoverished child in Ecuador. Uh, whose uh, mother and uh, brothers and sisters we are helping out by. You are helping out, listeners, good listeners, uh, Patreon donators, Patreon donors, uh, by by helping uh, fund his their new home. So that's so that anybody who donates to us, we're sending all the proceeds uh, this month to there. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. We th- yeah, we thought it was gonna be close to ten. It's working out closer to twelve. But uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And uh, for all you uh, people that have uh, hit me up and uh, said they'd like to be involved, I can't thank you enough. It means a lot to me, and it really is going to be life-changing for this family. Now, uh, so, somebody was asking me this week, like, is the mom just, like, overwhelmed with gratitude? And I was kind of explaining. This sounds counterintuitive, but oftentimes the people that need the most help are the hardest to help. They're not in a position to... They're a little overwhelmed, so they're not in a position to express gratefulness like profusely and be like, oh, thank you. It's so life-changing, and they're yeah. just struggling to survive. So I think sometimes they're more in shock than anything else and trying to wait to figure out what the catch is and everything else. But either way, it's going to be life-changing for the family, for the siblings, for Sebastian's brothers. You know, he's got three brothers to be able to yeah. not have a dirt floor and not get sick and not, you know, and then I think... Uh, we're working with my brother who's going to open a school there in that in that part of the slums to build wow. a school, try to give him a scholarship, and a little education in the house. You could do something. You know, he could do be something. A, a teacher himself or a bus driver or janitor. I don't know, something. You could do something. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm excited, man. I sorry I get so pumped up about this. But uh, 
It's exciting to do something concrete for one of our members of the society that's the most overlooked and disenfranchised. And yeah, it's exciting. So great, man. Fantastic. And you're, you're having a good you're, what? What? Did that sound sarcastic? Yeah, the way you said it sounded like you were exhausted. You're like, that's great. Fantastic. It sounded funny. God, uh, you yeah, talk but... a lot. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> my time that's to shine. It no, like. no, it's awesome. It's awesome, dude. I'm 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 happy that you are you're you organized this and I'm happy that I can help and do something concrete. I mean I donate what I can to so and so and uh it's That's you, great. Never many hands, you never know. You never know if it's going to buy, you know, going for, going for airfare for execs or actually helping people. <clears throat> and this is uh, actually helping people, so it, it's awesome. It makes me happy. Yeah. Um, you've had a big month, though, is what I was trying to get at. You 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 were doing the the festival in Edinburgh, and you you saw your son twice in the span yeah. of a, a, just under over a month. On the last um, thing, sorry, I cut you off. I was just going to say that many hands make light work. So there's a lot of us doing it, and so it's really great to just be a small part of it. But yes, on my son, he's doing great. He um, completely tore out all the floor. Long-term listeners know. Listeners know that. And yeah. You posted a picture of it on uh, Kirksmith Comedy on Instagram. Yep. Uh, so and you, the wall. Even if you don't have Instagram, you can go to, you can just, you know, Google at Kirksmith or Instagram. And uh, you could see the pictures of. Uh, and we can. We'll post it. On, have you posted it on Facebook? We can also post it on Facebook, right? Kurt? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I posted on both, and both of mine are profiles are oh, public, awesome. so you don't have to even join to check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he also um, broke that indestructible computer. Long-term listeners know, and uh, I think she wanted to remain anonymous, but we had somebody help me with try to buy that computer, the indestructible one that he since mm-hmm. destructed. So I picked that up. I needed to send that into the old, uh, the old uh, manufacturer when I get back in LA Sunday, yeah. but I um, or Monday. But I, uh, yeah, I got the insurance on it in a in a moment of brief moment of clarity. And I thought I know it's indestructible, but uh, I'm still gonna get the <laughs> yeah. the insurance for two years just in case, just in yeah, case. Yeah, it's not sure enough, ready for a Hurricane JJ. No, so no. he uh, he destroyed that. His newest thing is he's taken to, um, so Sweden in the summer has a lot of wild berries. That's like a very common thing to go berry picking. Mm-hmm. And so he's figured out which berries he can eat without getting sick. And he has picked the bushes in about a four block radius around his house clean. Clean. Amazing. That's <laughs> now so he's making amazing. His, now he's making his way through the, uh, the wild apples. They have kind of like a couple apple trees growing and he is just munching through those so that's oh, good that's so awesome he's getting his <laughs> vitamins man he's, he's foraging doing it, getting, his, getting his fiber it's good for him i love that he's like he figured out that there was free candy growing on trees <laughs> i think it's good too to understand that there's a this stuff comes from somewhere it's not just in a box at the, at the supermarket this is yeah mm-hmm. it comes from here so we took him uh he, he went to apple uh, eating and then uh, we were bouncing on the trampoline. I should post some videos of that of uh, me mm-hmm. bouncing on the trampoline with him. And uh, yeah, man, it was great. It was great. What else did we do? IKEA every day. Oh, I took back a couch that he broke that I'd had less than uh, well, just about a year. And so yeah, they I took it that. back. I, I couldn't believe it. They took it you back. You and your you and your mom went to uh, 
went went to went to a Swedish <laughs> lumberyard and were like, without any <laughs> Swedish, <laughs> without being speaking a word of sp- Swedish, with a broken couch on a on a dolly, and we're like, huh, 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 huh? wood, wood, <laughs> wood. <laughs> You're not Surfing wrong. Fagen. You're not wrong. So we. Uh, yeah, I talked to five people and uh, kept escalating. It took me an hour, but we got it fixed. So that's great. That's great. That's so great. Um, that was good. What else did we do? It's just a lot of like that. Got him another computer. Got him some it more clothes. It must be hard for you because over there in Sweden because you look Swedish. Everybody speaks Swedish to me. Yeah, and then yes, like, you, you are. Speak you're blonde hair, blue eyed. <laughs> Tall, skinny guys. So, like, you don't yeah. speak Swedish? I'm like, no, I don't speak Swedish. You're not Swedish? No, I'm not Swedish. Oh. <laughs> so it's funny. No, I'm not Now I know what, like, now I know what, like, third generation Mexicans feel like in the States when somebody talks to them in Spanish and they're like, you don't yeah. speak Spanish? You're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was good, though. It was yeah, great. My, was always... my friend is half Japanese and half Jewish. And she says that people come up to her, she lives in LA daily. Like two or three people just start speaking Spanish to her. She's like, I, <laughs> not even close, guys. <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, uh, I was just going to say, it's always bittersweet when I leave. You know, you always feel like, you know, I tried to talk to him a little bit. He doesn't talk for uh, new listeners, so he doesn't really talk almost at all. So, mm-hmm. but I want to talk to him about, you know, I, I'm curious if he's, got any feelings or thoughts about his mother now it's been more than a year and just you know that yeah. i don't want him to feel like uh struggle with issues of abandonment. his mother passed away yeah for her and so obviously she hasn't visited so yeah oh yeah you're telling long time yeah if you're new yeah. listeners yeah, yeah yeah so his mom died last june and so i don't want him to feel i'm not sure he understands but i don't want to feel like him to feel like abandoned like where's my mother she doesn't come see me anymore yeah and so uh I try to talk to him. He just stares at me blankly. But um, yeah, I want to talk to him about it. So it's hard to know if he understands. Oh, this is big news. I caught this guy. I buy, I get him a new computer. First thing he does, mm-hmm. he, he opens up Google and types in Toshiba space laptop space computer all out. And he was only missing yeah, was, one H. Yeah, yeah. Did you, I say that said, last you, episode? You said that last episode, yeah. But you I, can, believe I, that. I love that you're still excited about it. I, I, I couldn't mean, believe it. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. It's so amazing. That's amazing, dude. I love it. Yeah, this this podcast has become uh, just Kirk and I catching up, and we record it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's turning into Kirk Smith. Does does he have Alzheimer's? Question <laughs> mark. I'm worried about that myself. Uh, I bought Ginkgo Biloba yesterday. I'm looking at it right now. Um, I saw him. I'm he so plays scared. for the. Uh, he plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. Ha, that's <laughs> stupid I, joke. Like literally two people are going to get that joke. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Those two people so, are you and me, Kirk. <laughs> so to all our uh, Midwestern uh, moms who aren't basketball fans, it sounds like a European basketball player's name. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. dumb joke when you have to explain it. That's great. Giga Bolova is supposed to expand your memory, right? I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure nothing's going to happen. <laughs> I'm sure nothing. How about you? Happen. What's going on in your in your weekend review? I'm. Uh, I, I hadn't talked to Peter in a while. He, you know, he. I was busy. He called. I, I didn't. I usually talk to him. I try and talk to him three, three, four times a week. I hadn't talked to him in a week and talked to him. And uh, he's he's doing great. He's taking care of my parents' house. They're on vacation. 
And so he's got to take care of the dog. I talked about this last week. But well, the one thing that's good is that um, he is kept to his promise, his promise to himself, not to me. He made it up himself to not yeah. drink beer until October. I was going to ask you that, how that was going. Yeah, so he's 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 doing that. Um, I don't know if he's exercising. I think he's like the same as all of us. He goes and like, he's really good for two weeks, then stops for a month, and is good for two weeks kind of thing. And I think it's harder for him to work to exercise when he's, because he doesn't have the exercise room when he's at my parents' house. Um, but Wait, he's walking did you say the dog a lot. Until October, so it's more than one month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he okay, just I makes, thought he was giving it up for month one and a half. Month. Month, month and, and a half. half. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, he'll probably lose a bunch of weight then, I assume, just by not drinking beer because he's, we'd have no oh, idea yeah, how much beer sure. he's drinking. But yeah, it's a lot of carbs. A lot of carbs. I remember when I moved to LA, I uh, exercised less because I was driving, but I lost 15 pounds in three months because I was driving because I just, I don't want to drink, drink and drive. <laughs> so. Yeah. I was like, I came back, I was in a long distance relationship and I came back to see her and she was like, you look like you have a pencil neck. <laughs> I was like, thank you. You're like, it's nice to see you too. Nice to see you too. I <laughs> uh, can't believe it didn't work out, folks. Um, uh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's really funny. I can't believe it didn't work out either. Greeted yeah, with, yeah, uh, hey, pencil neck. Oh, that's better yeah. than what she used to call you. <laughs> 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 well, should we? So I would love it if Peter had a pencil neck because his neck is disappearing. Um, that that is a fact. So, you know, he's he's at that age where it's just he's got to take better care of himself, and he's realizing it. And um, and I'm proud of him. I'm 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 just so proud of him. He's we're having a lot of trouble. Uh, I, I had the last time I talked to him, we basically talked the whole time, like trying to do a very light negotiation of 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 who. Um, because he's he's staying in in his little routine. He's going to his work. He's coming home, talking to himself, watching Jeopardy, going to bed. Same thing the next day, you know. And then sure. once a week, he'll go to dinner with his special, like his special needs group, you know. Sure. And then, but that's not a life. I mean, anybody would 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 be you know start start talking to themselves a lot and do that if that was all, all they had. But he's too anxious. You know, he doesn't want to play basketball. Uh, for the Special Olympics Basketball League that they have there because this one guy took his phone once and pretended to be talking on it and wouldn't give it back. And he's like, well, if he's there, I'm not doing it. And I'm like, Peter, come on, man. You can't you can't just quit everything because of one person. You're an adult. Just don't talk to him. Don't give him your phone. You know, this. You like basketball. Yeah. It's good to meet people. He's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to do it. He's going to be there. You know, you can't budge him. And then he was... Then he, then he joined a... Um, uh, an adult league, intramural league, but there's nobody with his disability there, and it was, and a lot of the games were too late for him. He didn't want to take the bus late at night and he gets yeah, tired. Remember, he gets yeah. exhausted at nine, and the games are at like ten. So he was like, he quit, which is fine, whatever. He, I understand that, and he he gave it a, a a good try. And then you know we were trying to get him into bowling, and he's like, I don't really know, maybe I don't know, I don't know, you know. And then he was like, How about archery? I want to do archery. And so okay, so. Uh, the past couple times I talked to him, I've been trying to like push him on archery, do archery, and he's like, I don't want to, you know, he just, and he's like, I, all you ever do is you give me suggestions. He doesn't say it exactly in those words, but 
He's like, we talk and you nag me, and sometimes I don't want to hear it, you know. So then it's how much, how much do I, how much do I nag him? It's trying to find that yeah. balance. You know but what you have it reminds to- me of is that uh, Temple Grandin book about uh, the the loving push. Like that's what she's talking about, where you have to like give them this little push. They need a little yeah. loving push, you yeah. know. Totally, that's what 100%. you're doing. Though. I think it's important. I think it's important to give them a little push. You know, yeah, respectfully you listened to the Temple Grandin and- episode, Kirk interviewed Temple Grandin, um, you know, one of the biggest voices in the uh, the autism world, and we were, we were that was an awesome episode. Uh, if you haven't listened to that, just wanted to, we just want to say that Kirk put that in there because <laughs> some of our new listeners, uh, you know, don't know all the guests we've had. I think Jill interviewed her, but yes, thank you, Graham. Thank you. Oh, thank Jill, you, thank yeah, you. roving reporter Jill Escher. Uh, Jill Escher, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. I want to take away Jill's shine. Jill's probably listening to this right now. Like, come on, man! <laughs> I don't even sound like Kirk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank God. Um, <laughs> One's enough. One's enough. Yeah. Um, big shout out no, to Jill think, Escher. She's awesome. Big shout. I think that you're doing the right thing. You got to give him that little push. He needs a little get out of his shell kind of stuff, and it's not unique to. People with autism, I think a lot of men kind of that start to hit that age and they can't find their thing, kind of not give up, but they get in the very specific routine that's not super healthy. He's 100% giving up on, on anything else than, than that. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's frustrating. I feel guilty for being far away. All this is falling on my parents. They're getting older. Um, it's just, you know... I really starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel that isn't too bright. And it's a train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where I gotta, you know, I gotta move back at some point and quit comedy or whatever, you know, or be a local act or something. Come on, I mean, I'm in Halifax this week with two local acts. It could be done. <laughs> yeah. So That's it's kind of in, inside it's, uh, joke, guys. Inside joke. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, well, it's, I will tell I don't you know. this. Don't, uh, don't borrow too much trouble from the future. We don't know yet. The final story is not written. The final chapter is not written. I never would have thought that JJ would type out words. Right. You know, that's a, from there to typing out words with meaning to me, it's a not that bad of a, not that big of a step. I mean, maybe it takes him five more years, but I really think he'll be able to type out stuff. Even if it's, let's go to the pool or let's, you know, let's go to Ikea or something. So totally. And is, is he, is he, so he's got that, what's it called? Tack, tax board? Uh, Pex, Pex, yeah. Uh, board? yeah they, we do that still where he hands you little things he wants to do, but he's not super expressive about what he wants. One of the, one of the nice things was like, I took him to Ikea every day. He likes Ikea. I can get something that I want to eat and not eat at McDonald's. And then he can have, you know, whatever he wants. So one of the days he pointed at this fish, this like breaded fish. And I was like, all right, I'll get it. You know, if that's what you think you want. So we got it. He ate it. And so I was like, great. That's awesome. That's half the thing. If you just tell me what you want, you know, we're going to a restaurant where we can afford it. Just not not taking you to, you know, whatever Maestro Steakhouse. I'm taking it to Ikea. Whatever you want, just point at the thing you want. Don't just stand there and yell. And then I don't know what's happening. And yeah. And do you think he's getting that now? So he's not yelling as much anymore? And he he understands. Not even close. And if we... Awesome, we dude. Ch- Holy cow, Yeah, we, awesome. we changed his medication. I only say this part because I, um, full disclosure, I was very hesitant to have him on any sort of medication because 
I just don't know what's happening, and I don't want to feel like I, I I don't want him to in any way, you know, do no harm. I don't want him to in any way damage his health, you know, by trying to sure experiment, uh, have a science experiment. experiment. Yeah. That being said, the last time we took him to the doctor, you know, the doctor, I talked to the doctor, I'm like, what does this do? He's like, well, this is a mood stabilizer. It's an antipsychotic, but it's a mood stabilizer for a lot of people with autism. And I said, what about side effects? He's like, honestly, I prescribe it to 2,000 people and we don't really have any side effect issues. And so then you feel like, okay, at least, yeah, I wanted to hear that, that it's not like, this isn't like some experimental thing. Yeah, and, you uh, got to, com- communication is key in everything. You know, it's it feels really good to look somebody in the eyes and get and, and who's smart and they can tell you. Yeah, you just well, I, answer your I'm question. happy to say, yeah, I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to take the place of a doctor, but I do no. want to hear from the expert. Tell me what this does. Have we tried this before? Is this is this successful? In the 2,000 people, does it work mm-hmm. that you've personally prescribed? So we just switched his medication because in the summer he was very anxious and the tearing up of the walls and the floors. Um, so we switched it to, and I say this in full disclosure, just like, not to like endorse drugs, but just to tell you if you're a parent and you're wondering, like, wonder what, you know, this is what we're trying right now. Uh, Resperidon, I'm probably saying it wrong, sold under the name trade, uh, trade name, excuse me, Resperdal. Uh, It's an antipsychotic medication mainly used to treat schizophrenia, bipolar, and irritability in people with autism. So he takes it twice a day on a low dose. I bet you my brother's on that or something like that. I don't know exactly what my brother's on. I could find out, but... It's helped for him us. A lot. It's been good. Yeah, for us, it's been yeah. really good. Yeah. Just to do le- less irritable. And the other thing he was doing was when he gets frustrated, he would hurt himself, and so that's not right. good. When he hits his head against the walls and punches himself in the in the head or the face, so yeah, yeah, he stopped doing that as much. So that's good. I've been doing that. I've been doing that with whiskey. <laughs> Life's been doing that to you, <laughs> and yeah, it's not yeah, their yeah. hand; it's using to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it clean. Uh, that's funny. But uh, that's what we're trying. That's the newest one. He's been on it three months. It's been pretty good. Um, one of the things, one of my friends is a psychiatrist, and she was like, one of the things to keep an eye on is sometimes uh, one of the side effects is, there's some clinical term for it, but it's basically man boobs. And so I was like, mm-hmm. keep an eye on that, uh, and then obviously change it if that appears. But if not, that's that's one of the main issues known issues around that one so yeah I, I, we talked to all the caregivers and so yeah maybe that's why peter was gaining weight it also it is one of the side effects is a uh, weight gain yeah maybe that's why maybe we'll give him a he hard has time put on he has put on a little weight this summer about 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 uh 15 pounds so he's back up to like 215 but he's still down quite a bit from like 240 so yeah i know he looks healthy i was looking at the pictures yesterday and he's back uh, in school as of last week. So in school, it's better because he's got a routine. He's not just standing around eating. Totally. So He looks happy, man. That picture with you hugging him, and, he, and he's always smiling. What a smile. Well, those are the ones I post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that yeah. moment happened. It still happened That's true. that moment. That's true. You know, it's nice. I posted a picture of one of the... Hell gigs. So I did 90 shows at a bro. Some are good, some are terrible. And so I posted a picture of a hell gig, which I thought was funny. And one of my buddies was like, you should take that down. I'm like, no, that was like a real gig. It was like, I don't know. I thought it was funny. It's just so rough. Yeah. Anyway, I got I, yeah. I got no, off subject. Dude. Should we do in, in the news, you think? Well, it's not completely off subject. Your your show is about autism. That's true. So 
you know. And it looks um, like yeah, we're going to do... be taking it to to Melbourne this year. We're, we're oh, did you hear today. back? Uh, yeah, we're it's starting to finalize. I haven't signed anything, but uh, yeah. So keep an eye out for that, my friends. And, Hell yeah, uh, good that for be, you, man. That would be amazing. Good for That'd you. Be amazing. It's never done till it's done. You know how it works. I know. I buddy, I'm going through that right now. I potentially <laughs> have some very big news, and uh, I'm not telling anybody until. All right, fair enough. I won't ask. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, let's do in the news. In the like news, that intro? Uh, yeah, it was great. Graham found this one. It was on the Smithsonian uh, Mag.com. Siblings could shed light on the roots of autism. Most research has focused on studying two parents and two autistic children, but new research calls for learning about siblings who don't have autism. When Aaron Lopez's son Tommy was 15, she became alarmed that he stopped saying yes and no and holding her gaze. It wouldn't be until he was three years old that Tommy was finally diagnosed with autism. Tommy had two first cousins on the spectrum, so Lopez suspected at random families. So she was relieved when her daughter, Eva Bach, was born 17 months later after Tommy began talking in full sentences by her second birthday. The toddler appeared to not be on the autism spectrum, what advocates, what autism advocates today called neurotypical. Aaron's children exemplify a question that mystifies science for decades. Given that autism, a developmental disorder that impairs a person's ability to communicate and interact, is inherited in most cases, why yeah, yeah, we know. do girls get at a much lower rate than boys? Okay, I'll jump ahead. That was Graham's uh, quote for, like, jump ahead. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, the puzzling part, she said, is I'm jumping forward five paragraphs, is that some sisters carry the same genetic mutations as their siblings, but won't develop the symptoms associated with autism, such as repetitive behavior, communication challenges. We have to first figure out what the protective factor is, Halliday says, and then we could use this information to develop a therapy for both girls and boys. The Lopez, the idea of contributing to autism research to understand its genetic underpinnings as a family made sense. After Tommy was diagnosed in 2003, she became frustrated by the research that she had just she be sorry, she'd been frustrated by research that had suggested therapies like trying gluten and casein-free diets or avoiding food dyes, but offered few biological insights. I wanted to understand what exactly was developing, disrupting Tommy's development, but scientists mm-hmm. couldn't explain the pathology of autism, said Lopez, a nurse practitioner in Philadelphia. They couldn't explain, uh, they couldn't explain what led one child to have little interest in social engagement. Okay, I'm going to jump forward again. Do, 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 do. Tracking the genetic codes has never been more urgent. In April, the Science for Dise- Center for Disease Control announced that it increased an estimate of children with autism by 15% to 1 in 54, excuse me, 1 in 59 from 1 in 68. Okay, blah, blah, blah. At the same time, researchers are discovering that autism might be more complex than ever imagined. There isn't an autism, quote unquote. We're learning that there are many autisms, said Dean Hartley, a senior genetic developer researcher at the organization Autism Speaks. Well, we... we- uh, that guy should have just talked to us. We already know that. <laughs> I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. The last real little thing I want to touch on that I think is the is going to end up being one of the keys in 10 years. Oh, well, no, because I'm putting this podcast out. Secret of the gut. One Stanford data scientist thinks neurological siblings will help discover another mystery. Why do their brothers and sisters with autism have different gut flora? We learned that 90% of the kids with autism have gut-related issues like inflammatory bowel disease, said Dennis Wall, an associate professor of pediatric psychiatry and biomedical data sciences at Stanford University. He suspects there's some kind of unique bacterial strain in these child's 
Microbionomes, a thesis that was supported by recent work from the University of Arizona State that had improved the gastronomical symptoms of 15 patients with autism who had received healthy fecal transplants. Remember we talked about this? Yep. It was gross. Uh, yeah. Yes. It was interesting. The eating, eating of the poo. Yeah. 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 That was an episode that you could not listen to twice. <laughs> I, I met a nurse who did this, and uh, she was like, would explain that uh, she would have to, you know, they would intubate these people, like stick the tube down in their stomach to, to put in the uh, fecal transplant. And it, mm. this sounds funny, but uh, it's obvious in hindsight, but I didn't think of it. But you have to blend it in a blender. And so she would tell them, bring in a blender that you're going to use one time. <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> I thought, oh, yeah, duh, you've got to put it in something. Yikes. Because they mix it with something. I can't remember what, yogurt or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, very interesting, I thought. Yeah, very interesting. And I, I just feel like, I mean, I've always had learning disabilities growing up, and I'm certainly not um, on the spectrum per se. Um, certainly. I wouldn't but, say uh, certainly, but uh. yeah, yeah. But there, I mean, there, there, there are certain things that I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm high functioning yeah. in certain areas and very low functioning in the others. And I, I've always had a lot of, lot of trouble in school, and I yeah. can't remember recognize anyone's face. Uh, I thought people, and I thought two girls in high school were the same person for three years. I didn't know and, that. That's funny. Yeah, and uh, until I saw them standing beside each other at in the cafeteria, and I was like, it's just like my like, mind I, I, exploded. I, yeah, I I mean, and, and and that stuff happens all the time. There's there's like two comedians that every time I move to a new city, I don't, I just, I meet everyone a hundred times. I can't, I can't see your face. I don't, and then and or and I can't remember your name. Like just, it's just brutal. Like there's like a, a there's like a hundred little weird things in my brain like that. And I'm like, the more that I do this podcast, the more I learn about autism. I'm like, you know, my brother's autistic like home run autistic and i'm like i there's i have traits i just do i just do. i think you do i don't want to yeah. brag but i think my son is more home run but uh but yeah yes, I think yes. You, you get a single <laughs> yes. yes congrats <laughs> yeah uh, your brother might be a double or maybe a you know in the park home run but mine's like a grand slam home run yeah not to yeah. brag have i mentioned the new polished concrete floors we're installing very good so we can't yeah. rip them up very exciting <laughs> And Dang. very necessary. Yeah. Well, you know, well, I think you're right. I think you're right. There's, there's, there's little traits, you know, here yeah. and there. So uh, it's 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 interesting stuff. I don't know. Got, all, all, guys, that sort of, all of that sort of sibling stuff, obviously, is more interesting to me than than you, probably. But you no, know. I'm curious about that stuff because his what about your daughter? Do you, do you think so she has any traits? I I don't. It's so hard. women are so good at in general, at reading society, even when they, well, we've talked about this. Women in general are better at hiding autism and things in general, but they are better at at cloaking autism. So especially, you know, they learn quickly what works and what uh, right. doesn't. And they're more so emotionally then advanced. Yeah, they're more emotionally intelligent for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. And so... They might understand why, but they I feel like they're able to piece it together and then hide in plain sight better. You know, that's mm-hmm. a, Jill Escher we had yes. who we mentioned earlier talked about this when we had her we interviewed her. But uh 
Yeah, women are much better at at, uh, at hiding their own symptoms of autism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although if no, you're a home run like my son, it'd be hard to hide. <laughs> you're making fun. <laughs> I mean, sorry, buddy. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> sorry. Ah, I'm just playing with you. I don't care. I know. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I don't care at all. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I love him. He's a good kid. I feel like he's in a but great place. But you know what I mean? I, didn't mean? I just meant like my I brother know. is for sure autistic. I don't care. You know? Yeah, no. He's solid in the autism camp. Oh, you know, yeah. Mean. He's I in there. It. He's entrenched. So anyway. Oh, yeah, but, he's for sure. Yeah. So, I thought it was funny. I'm not, I don't care. I know. Though it's funny. Anyway, I just I have to say that for our listeners who aren't comedians who are like, they're being so rude to each other. You know? No, this is Some people are nice. sensitive. Wait till well, we hang like up. 90, <laughs> 99% of our listeners get that we're joking, but the, I just, you know, I want to avoid yeah. the letters from the 1%. I get it. They're like, you're being mean. But anyway, um, hey, we did it. Another episode. Another episode. Where are you at this week, Graham? I am, uh, well, tonight, uh, well, it's, this is going to be before this airs, but I'm um, headlining a <laughs> comedy club in Fairfield, Connecticut, and then Ooh, I'm uh, waking up, I'm going to bed and waking up at like six in the morning and flying to Florida, and I'm going to be doing cruise ship comedy all week, and then I'm back, That's great. and I'm back in New That's York for, for a while, just doing shows all over New York City, uh, come get me, uh, comedy uh, bythegram.com uh, for showtimes if you're in the New York area. Also, I am at Insta Graham K on Instagram, Mr. Graham K on the Twitter, and uh, you are at Kirksmith Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. And finally, finally, patreon.com slash autastic. Uh, you guys knew it was coming. Uh, if you haven't already donated, donated. Uh, it, it helps a lot. Thanks very much, guys. The, uh, the one thing I was going to mention, I am in uh, at the Halifax Yuck Yucks this weekend, several more shows, and then next weekend I'm headlining Dallas, Texas Hyenas, uh, downtown Whoa. Dallas, Texas, in uh, yeah, nice. Mockingbird Station. And uh, I've got a little guest list. If you're in the area, I've got a few free tickets I can get you on. Send me a message on Facebook or WhatsApp or through my website or uh, not WhatsApp or Instagram. I meant not WhatsApp. And WhatsApp. Uh, yeah, I'll get you on the guest list for that. It uh, should be fun. Five shows. I think it's like the 8th through the 7th through the 9th, something like that. Thursday, Friday, two fr- Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. And, and then you, I'm haven't Houston, been, you haven't been in Monday. LA and it'll be like two months since you have been in LA when you get back, right? Six weeks. Yeah, I'll get there Monday. I'm there three days and then I fly out. Yeah. Whoa! I'm cool, doing. Man. I should. I should plug this too. I'm doing with. There's uh, autism. I'll post this on the website. But I'm doing shows geared at m- families have autistic loved ones. I'm in Houston, Texas, the first week of September. Then Moscow, Idaho, Denver, Colorado, and it's like on a Monday. Uh, those are all Monday shows, and I'm forgetting one. Denver, Colorado. Crap! I'll look it up. But yeah, if you guys are interested in that, that's a more autism-geared show, then it'll be on the road. Yes, if you are anywhere near Moscow, Idaho. <laughs> it's basically Spokane, Washington. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, they're flying me out for some organizations, but yeah, you can always, awesome. I'm sure a few people coming out, they don't care. And Fantastic. oh, there's a new book that I was asked to write uh, a chapter for, and it's coming out, and it's part of that book launch. That's what that's about. I forgot to mention that. What book? What's this? There's a new autism book. It's a compilation book, and I just blanked on her name. Uh, I think it's called Our Stories. I can look it up. But I wrote a chapter in that, 
And uh, yeah, so we're doing kind of a book launch tour, and it's in regards to that. Um, the book is called United in Autism. And uh, yeah, it's going to be available everywhere. And uh, yeah, I am going to be doing a, I wrote a chapter and I will, I have not read the whole book yet, but uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm doing a, Awesome, dude. I guess, I guess it's publicity surrounding it. Yeah, that's I forgot huge, about man. that. Yeah. Great. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, have a great week. You can do it.